everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott. And with me, I've got my two great friends, Jay Beaverton and the Irish Giant. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Uh, welcome back to the show. If you, uh, It's been a while since you've been on here or you're a new listener. We, we always appreciate you uh, listening, checking in, checking the Facebooks and the, uh, the social medias. If you're new to the show, like I said, we do a couple things here. We review beard products. We review brews. So usually beers, but you know we'll venture out maybe into other brewed products eventually. Uh, and we also do bourbon products. So we sample bourbons. We do uh, holiday cocktails a lot of the times. Hint, hint. That's what we're doing tonight. Yes, we are. Yeah. So that's a that's the show in the nutshell. If you stay to the end, we have the silent B where we get metaphysical, have deep thoughts, and it's usually pretty fun. I have a good time. So yeah. So let's start out. This is our holiday episode. This is going to be our Christmas, Kwanzaa. Peter, give us all the other ones you gave us last time. How many holidays are we celebrating? Hanukkah, my birthday. Hey. <laughs> and then the beginning of, of winter officially began on the, I think, on the 21st. Yes. Yes, the winter solstice. Shortest day of the year. Thank goodness that's out of the way. Now we can go down to get some longer days because I, I love winter, but I freaking hate it because it's just the days yeah. are so short. It's so yeah. dark, so early. Like at yeah. two o'clock, it feels like five o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, oh, literally every day. Dude, don't forget, there's also a International Ninja Day, which was December fifth. Well, wow. oh, shout out to all the ninjas out there. Yeah, Poinsettia Day, December twelfth. Nice, celebrating the the poisonous plant we we celebrate and kiss under. Yeah, Poinsettia. No, that's Poinsettia. that's mistletoe. I think both are poisonous. No, they're both. They probably poisonous. are both poisonous. Yeah, December thirteenth, National Cocoa Day. December fifteenth is National Cat Herders Day. Well, that's anybody that owns a cat. Yeah, exactly. Cat herder. Yeah. Not to oh, be confused wow. with. Not to be confused with nerf herder. <laughs> Just made me forget the thing from Seinfeld. Oh, uh, uh, the, air, the airing of the grievances. Festivus. Festivus. Yep, it's Festivus. Oh, Festivus, December twenty third. There we go. There we are. That's tomorrow. Yeah. That's or the, the day that's coming up soon ish. Oh, <laughs> day coming up has soon. Passed, has yeah. passed us. December 26th, National Winers Day. Like, as in, like, oh man, life sucks, winers or like vintage? Yep. Yeah, yep. No, not, yeah, no, complaining about shit. Okay. And December 31st, Make Up Your Mind Day. As in, have a New Year's resolution, make up your mind. Yep. Time to fight that indecis- indecisiveness and make a decision, maybe even a resolution, if you will. That will make yeah. it's a list of All things. Right. Yep. All right, so how where the hell were we? Let's t- <laughs> yeah, and we were we were telling everyone it's a, it's the last show for the year. We're gonna end twenty twenty. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jingle our way down to the the next section of the show. This nice. is uh, we're gonna spice it up a little bit. We're gonna do holiday drinks, uh, holiday cocktails to be specific. So I asked uh, the guys to take their favorite bourbon cocktail for holidays and make something up and tell us about it. So any of y'all fine gentlemen want to go first? I will defer to Beaverton. All right. I thought you had the hot one, but okay. I'll, I'll no, go I got first. The, I got the cold one. So let. Oh, you got uh, the cold one. Yeah, I've got the hot okay. one. Okay. Yeah, 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 so oh, Greg's the hot one. Hey. Ah, that's funny. I decided to stick with simple stuff. I'm not a huge eggnog fan. I don't like milky kind of stuff. Uh, although I've heard good things about coquito, but that's a whole different thing. That's what's oh, yeah. rum. Uh, but I'm just gonna go with like and with bourbon, or actually, I'll just again, I'm on a rye kick still, so I'm just gonna use rye whiskey for this. It's called the Christmas Kentucky Buck, and I don't know why Buck is in there, but it's still it's basically just uh, either bourbon or rye whiskey or any type of whiskey, and then you want to add some a little bit of festive ingredients. You want to add some lemon juice, 
and I got simple syrup or ginger syrup if you want that little extra kick. And here's the here's the uh, kind of the holiday aspect: cranberry juice. Okay. Not a lot, just a couple ounces because you don't want to make it too sweet, like the, the stuff that slides out of the can every sure. holiday time. And plus, you can cut it with like club soda, and then maybe add some like fresh cranberries, just for like garnish, just to kind of add a little bit of extra to it. It's just some. It's and cranberry juice. If if you use correctly, it's kind of tart. It's not too too sweet, so it'll it'll keep the uh, the drink from not getting too thickly sweet. Especially if you don't use as much uh, simple syrup, or you use ginger instead, or you could probably even use just like crushed sugar and muddle some sugar in there instead of simple syrup for those purists that are I know that are out there. Yeah, that leads me to my question: Is it is it a muddled drink? Is it a, is it a cocktail like a shaken up? Not really. It you can, but you can mix it up too. I mean, with there's there are multiple ways to make a drink because you could definitely, if you want to muddle it, you could definitely do the you could do maybe you can add bitters in there as well too. But what you do is you just get some sugar cubes and then add the bitters on top of that and then throw the cranberries on and then kind of muddle those together, then add the bourbon ice if you want and then cranberry juice and I think you'd garnish it with the cranberries and you'd have a good drink. Oh, so you've actually got you've got actual whole cranberries in this thing. Yeah, oh, nice. if you want, if you're yeah, but if you want, you can, you can still do it without and just use cranberry juice by itself. Actually, you know what I what I think would, might be good on there too would be to um, you know to do either bourbon or rum infused craisins with you know, like a little simple syrup. Throw in your booze yeah. and then rehydrate craisins with that. I think that might be uh, that might be good too. Yeah, that might that might work. But yeah, it, but basically, it's just if you're if you want to be basic about it, just uh, grab some cheap whiskey. Cranberry juice, simple syrup, ice, maybe some cranberries. Boom, you're done. And then just mix it. I would, I mean, you could shake it if you want to, but I would just stir it, and then you're you'd be good to go. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your, <laughs> Bob's your uncle, indeed. Yeah, that sounds real good. I've uh, I've used uh, fresh cranberries before for a, a holiday cocktail last year, and it worked out. They just kind of, you can either stab them with a with a toothpick, or they just kind of float around on there. But they look pretty. Was it a whiskey drink too? It wasn't. It was actually a gin drink. Oh, okay. All right. Well, for my drink, I made a wasil or wassail, as Americans say. It's oh, uh, is that the wassailing? Uh, the carol? wassailing we shall do or away. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically it's it's mold cider, mold as in spice, not as in mold, 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 mold is mold like yeah. Mulder. There you go, <laughs> Mulder. Yeah, so this is one of my favorite Christmas drinks. So it's it's bourbon. It's bourbon's the base, and then you have cider, which I happen to like cider quite a bit. And you put some citrus in it. So I uh, I sliced an orange into it. I sliced half a lemon into it. I had some pineapple laying around because we just sliced one open. I was like, yeah, let's let's put a little pineapple in here when we're we're doing it. So a couple of slices of pineapple. I took about a I don't know like a inch inch and a half of ginger. Peeled that and then and chopped it up. And so this is this goes all into a pot and it's a hot drink. I guess I should preface right. <laughs> and so you put it all in there and you heat it up and let it sit there for half an hour. Or so I add my bourbon at the end because I don't like all my good whiskey to evaporate out of it. And you got to be real careful when you're we're heating alcohol. What is the boiling point of alcohol there? It would depend on the. What else is, I mean, if it's pure, yeah. well, it also depends on ethanol, methanol. They're going to have different boiling points. Hopefully it's been distilled to the point where, you know, you don't have any methanol in there, but. Isn't it generally lower though? Just on a basic standpoint, the, 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 the boiling point of alcohol is lower. Oh shit. Now you're, asking me, to go water. Back. Now you're asking me to go back to, um, yes, I want to say, <laughs> generally yes. it's lower than water. 
right? Water. See, I mean, that's not. Uh, so I'm sorry to blow your. I'm sorry to blow uh, your mind with that question. No, no <laughs> I'm what? sorry to make you think. No, it's it's fine. Um, Math equations are flying in front of your face right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a lower boiling point, 173 degrees. I was right. Point. Yeah, right. And and what was it in Fahrenheit? 225 or something? No, that is Fahrenheit. That's a loaded 100, question. 173 degrees Fahrenheit. We don't use well, Fahrenheit here. Well, right. So I use. I was thinking Celsius. 100 degrees Celsius is boiling water. Correct. And, and I was trying to convert it in my head, and the math symbols are flying one ear out the other, trying to. Oh, so, so, so it's probably like probably about 78 to 80 degrees Celsius. Yeah. So it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit lower. Yeah. So, uh, I pro tip: don't put your bourbon in until the end because you'll, you'll boil. I mean, the taste will be there, but you'll boil all the good alcohol. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, if here, if you want to unthrow me under the bus, so so it's going to have a lower boiling point because it doesn't hydrogen bond as much as water does. Hydrogen, water hydrogen bonds do itself, and you need more energy to break apart those bonds so that can boil. So there's there's your chemistry lesson for the day. I scraped that out of my brain from like ten years ago, and hey, and nice. go. Uh, and then for for spices, I put a little bit of clove in there, and I put a little bit of cinnamon. Apparently, I had unfortunately used. Uh, powdered cinnamon because there's a run on all cinnamon sticks in like the tri-county area i guess because christmas that would make sense i suppose had to do that and use a cheesecloth to make sure that you're not tasting little floaties well you but, just uh, just get one of those cinnamon brooms next time and you know just mix it with you know use the cinnamon broom just to stir it with that that that's probably not toxic that's probably not toxic at all yeah, yeah. interesting fact cinnamon is actually a tree bark of a tree yeah it's I, uh, Groot. yes cinnamon is Groot. so it's it's a real tasty bourbon drink for cocktails, it's nice and warm. So when you're you know, decorating your tree or hanging out with your your outlaws, as we call the in-laws, you can <laughs> uh, you can sip it and listen to them talking and, and get a little little tipsy there. Sounds good. All right, Peter, what did you make? I actually did go with the uh, the boring eggnog. So I mean, you can go either way. You can you can make eggnog yourself if you're comfortable doing it, um, or if you're like me and you're just lazy store bought. Here in Florida, we've got Publix. Uh, my wife loves Publix eggnog. It's her absolute favorite. That's not my favorite, but you know, it's what we have in the house. I actually decided to go with the, the 2%. Uh, so it's not made with whole milk. It still has cream, but it's 2% milk. So it's a little bit, a little bit thinner. Some eggnogs I think are just, they're just too thick. And I, and that's like, like uh, Beaver was saying, I don't like super thick creamy drinks. So I, I did my Basil Hayden's and I did a little bit of, um, oh my God, I'm having such a brandy. Sorry, I'm at a brain spasm. And I just did a, a eight ounce glass, uh, an ounce of each. And I didn't have to add any additional spices or anything like that. Uh, you can if you want to, but uh, I, I find that sufficient. And if you, it's great because you can make it ahead of time if you're having a party. You're not supposed to have parties. That's another nice thing about it too, um, because it's not a drink that you're typically going to want to add ice into because it'll water it down even more. So I just like to just make it up ahead of time, chill it nice and cold, and just just go for it. Kind of like a kind of like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to sit there with. Cousin Eddie and have some eggnog with your uh, your moose your moose cup there. I do have yeah. the moose cups. Mrs. Uh, Irish Giant uh, bought those for me a couple of years ago. They're hanging up in my liquor cabinet. Right. So you're not the type to buy like the because certain liquor brands have the pre-made I, I eggnog will. with the liquor in it. I, I will do a cup. There's a couple different ones um, oh. that I, I actually will buy. Um, Evan Williams makes one. Surprisingly, it's very good. Yes. But surprisingly with, good. It right? is surprisingly good. And and I the reason I like it is because when you drink it, you're not looking for the bourbon, you're not looking for the liquor, like it's there. And and that's that's <laughs> you know, like when I drink it says hello. Yeah, when I and that's just me. Like when I drink a mixed drink, I I like 
to taste the alcohol. I don't want it to be just buried or covered up. So that's that's my favorite one of the, the pre-made ones. That That's really good. I think I'm trying to think of the other one. Jim Beam makes one. I don't really like that one too, too much. There's a couple different ones, but but yeah, the Jack Daniels pre-made is, is my is my go-to. If I'm feeling squirrely, I'll add a little bit of uh, of additional rye to it just to make it a little little spicier to kick it up a little bit. But for the most part, it's it's fine right out the bottle. Nice, yeah, I I love eggnog. I don't care if it's super thick, like you can't get it through a straw or watered down or or thinner. Like the the Evans is a little, which yes. is fine. It's it sits it's it sits in uh, you know cases outside. It's not a it's not a, a chilled drink until you make it chilled, so, right? Which is fine. Yeah, man, I love I love this Megan. That's how I know it's Christmas because they start mm, serving eggnog. The nog. Well, what I like to do is, is the um, the rum chata, Greg. If you if you get rum chata and you mix that with eggnog, dude, that it's it's like the cousin of coquito, but I think it's even better. It's fucking delicious. I've been thinking about trying to maybe blend uh, eggnog with horchata to see what that would taste like too, or one of the, or one of the horch- no, really, or one of the the mm. horchata liqueurs and and see what that. I mean, like. they're both creamy, yeah. So why not? They're creamy and eggy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, horchata is pretty thin compared to the other ones, but yeah, the the rum chata is thicker. It would, it would be eggnog thickest, rum chata second, and, and then the uh, the other one third. Coquita. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, yeah, coquitos thinner. All the coquitos, the homemade ones that I've had, they're they're thinner than because it's, it's just hmm. it's a lot of coconut milk and stuff like that, and it's not cooked either. So, and then yeah, then, then that'll that'll affect you know how thick and viscous it is too if you cook it or not. Because traditionally, eggnogs are not cooked. But if you're you know worried about you know bacteria and shit like that, then you can you can slowly bring it up to temp and and pasteurize it. I wonder if you could. It's a really long conversation about eggnog, but hey man, <laughs> I love it. Mm. But I wonder if you could just use, you know, the the pasteurized uh, like egg whites in the in a, in a carton. The, uh, you probably could, like the what egg beaters. Well, yeah, but what's, yeah, but it. what's but what's really thickening it is the yolk. So um, egg egg beaters are are there's almost no yolk in it. The colors for, they give, they put beta carotene in there to give it the color. So it's egg whites, beta carotene, uh, some some stabilizers and emulsifying agents, and that's it. I mean, there's there's no you can't do anything with it. and you and you can't whip them either unless it's egg whites but if it's egg substituted they won't they won't whip either but what you can do to lighten it if you if you want some people will whip whipped cream and then fold that into the eggnog um or or separate out the egg whites whip that up into a light meringue and then fold that in that's a lot frothier and lighter i don't personally like it but some people dig that that is some interesting information i did not know any of that was possible mm, sweet oh there's there's my culinary degree coming to coming mm. to use I think our listeners now know more about eggnog than they ever thought they wanted to, but uh-huh. yeah. we're happy to provide the service. Sweet. Thank you, Peter. Yep. Irish Jack. All right. So next up, we're going to do some beard beardedness. Uh, we're going to talk about two things here. We uh, Jim found an article for us about, uh, I don't know, some wonkiness that Christmas beards. And then uh, we did sample a product from Dippity Doo. We did their beard wash. So, uh, I don't know. Let's start with the uh, the Christmas beards, and then we'll talk about our uh, review of their. Sure, Christmas beards. You say, what could that possibly be? I mean, who would want to have a Christmas beard? Oh wait. Well, not you, apparently. There's not me. No, no. I'm. I'm not. My face. Uh, I wouldn't want to do the Christmas beard. I'm sorry, but but uh, basically, they have Amazon has everything or just about everything, but they also have Christmas lights for your beard. Now, you're going to need a substantial beard to do this. I would say you're going to need a beard that at least requires a hairnet if you are if you work in culinary. But yeah, basically, you just need like 18 LED lights 
you know, whatever, or and just and uh, apparently they have like the portable battery packs, and uh, you can like connect them uh, behind your ears. Maybe you could probably maybe weave them into a mask of some kind, and then just have them strung along your beard, down all the way down your beard, like a, a hipster Christmas tree. <laughs> hipster Christmas uh, tree. Yeah, but just make sure not to wear them if your face is wet or when it's raining, or if you are drinking, be very careful that you don't short circuit them and uh, electrocute yourself. Yeah, I don't know if there's, there's enough amps in those. There's not enough to, to use. Yeah. Uh, you get a little bit of a jolt, right? You get a little, little bit of eh. Maybe. It's probably like a, a double A, maybe maybe two double A's. They can't be huge. Yeah. I mean, hey, uh, I mean, something starts smoking at, uh, at the company Christmas party and you're wearing one of these things, just make sure to, to rush to the bathroom, look in the mirror, make sure that's not you that's on fire. <laughs> yeah, just take a car well, battery, hide it under your Santa hat. Nobody will know. <laughs> <laughs> car battery fit under a Santa hat? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, for, I'm thinking uh, of the, the car battery for my my kid's little motorized oh uni- okay. unicorn vehicle. That that one probably would. Yeah. Mm, okay, I get you. But hey, I mean, we're the same. Again, the article mentions. I mean, this is doesn't sound safe. But we're the same people that uh, put a dying wood into our houses and then decorate it with lights and put it into a pail of water and then all we're doing this while we are probably slightly intoxicated. So we're not doing the best thing for our own safety uh, advantages anyway. So, I mean, hey, you know what? Why not decorate your beard with uh, Christmas lights? But then again, if you're afraid of Christmas lights, you can always use tinsel uh, or some sort of festive glitter. But make sure it's not strip club glitter because <laughs> when you come home and your significant uh, other sees that, they will wonder where you've been since, at least in our state, things have opened back up. Well, so what, what's the difference between glitter and stripper glitter? I mean... For those of us who okay, are not well, glitter. Know. All right, here's the thing. I was thinking about this. Now, I think Christmas or festive holiday glitter is very large, square-like, right? It's like the, and it's usually just red and green. Like confetti? No. Maybe it's similar. Maybe a little bit smaller than that. But I think stripper glitter is more like just like silver and gold, huh? huh. Or like maybe like purple. I don't know. I just want to kind I of. I think it's multicolored. I think is what you're trying to play. I'm just going to do my uh, my small menorah in my beard next year. See how that works. I mean, hey, if it'll if it'll support it, and if you're able to like style it, yeah. And hey, you know what? Do it. Yep. Go for it. That won't be the only Hanukkah miracle. <laughs> I think glitter should just be banned. It gets everywhere. It does not come off. It could any kind of glitter, not titter or otherwise, but just like opening a Christmas card that has gl- glitter on it. I'm like, gosh, mm. dang it. This is going to be on Or cards that like have the like the glue, like it's glued to the front and you put your thumb and then your glitter all over your hands anyway. So yeah, that's, it's, a, it's an environmental hazard. It does get everywhere. But hey, just wear your ugly Christmas sweater and then uh, put some ugly lights in your beard. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. I did enjoy that they had, besides the lights, they had like miniature ornaments that you could, you could you know, strap on your, your face there. Oh my God. Like, that's, that's, that's dedication. Strap on? Strap on your face. Uh, clip on? Clip on? Is that better? Yeah, sure. Even when, when I had the, 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 the facial hair to support that, I don't think that far. Yeah, that seems. would just make people extra think that you're homeless because they'd be like, oh, this poor, this poor overly bearded man is, I don't know. I like the large beards. I, anytime I see them out there in the wild, I'm like, that's, that's impressive. Cause it, it does take dedication. It's not just like being a hobo <laughs> and growing it out. You gotta, it takes a little work and effort. Well, that's, that's a good segue. Now we're going to talk about the fine products that we just reviewed. That's right. Um, so we have dippity do men's world-class style for men. It's a lot of, a lot of words in the title here. Love but, uh, men, 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 by men. men. <laughs> nope. Different company. But uh, yeah, so it's beard wash. It comes out of Canada. Uh, I had the guys wear it for or wear it 
use the product for I think two weeks, two and a half weeks, something yeah. to that effect. I wore it. So yeah, it's you, you know, you lather it up, you put it in your hand, you wash your face with it, any kind of beard product that we'd use for like a soap. And that's what this is going to be. Anyone want to go first? Anyone have any thoughts, initial thoughts about it? I don't know if, if we want to compare it to other ones that we've had before. It was all right. I, I didn't really dig the scent of it. I mean, not that anybody's going to be sniffing my beard, probably, other than Mrs. Irish Giant. But I don't know. It was just, to me, it was just a little medicinal smelling. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing. I, I liked it. Like what, like, do you, do you remember any specific notes that you got? No, because it's been a couple of days since I used it. I actually switched back to uh, to the Beard Guys products because I like that one better. It's got that nice citrus scent mm. to it. I don't know, How did it lather did, for you? Well, I'll just say this one didn't, this one didn't seem to lather as well either. Okay. Um, but, but that's, that's just. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. No, I, I had issues with that lathering. Yeah, I had that same, same kind of issue with it. You want to use it in the shower, not at the sink. Because you'll get more activation with water than you will just kind of like splashing on water, I think. Maybe the impression that I got out of it. Because I just put it in this little shower caddy in the sink and then you kind of used it there. Yeah, I would I'd recommend that. You definitely want to. So you definitely want to wash off the product because it has. Uh, hang on, I had to look this up earlier. <laughs> it's sodium laurel sulfate. Whoa, which, laurel sulfate. Uh, it's nothing horrible. It's just, it can be a little irritating to your skin if it's not washed off. So, you know, FDA recommend remove it fairly quickly. So if you don't get all of it out, it can it cause some irritation. I'm glad I use it in the shower then. Yeah. Uh, I, I did like the smell of it. Uh, I like mint. I really like mint. I mean, I, I remember like in high school carrying around like tens of Altoids because I just loved mint. So I like mint. If you like mint, you'll probably like the smell. It goes away pretty quick. It doesn't sit in. It didn't sit in my beard for very long, as far as the smell. Mm, not like yeah. some of the other perfumed ones we've used. I'd agree with that. But yeah, it, uh, it, I didn't get a lot. Of, I got a hint, hint of mint. But yeah, it didn't. Uh, the smell didn't put me off too much. Yeah, I will say uh, I used it like in for about two and a half weeks, and can, in addition to another to a beard oil, because I again I always highly recommend you know you wash your face every couple of days with this and you know, say hydrated or some kind of conditioner. But that's besides the point. I never had any like uh, itchiness or dryness or any kind of like dandruff coming through it. So no. that to me, that means it's a pretty good product because it's cleansing your face and, you know, depending, I guess, how hard you scrub it, et cetera, but you don't, you want it to cleanse with the dander. So I, I liked it. I thought it was a quality mm. product. Yeah. I, I, I found better products, but yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I would say it wasn't my favorite, but again, it's not the worst thing I've ever tried. Not, not, not that's a glory recommendation, but it so, works. So <laughs> one, two thumbs It's up. a thing. Yeah. I'm hearing one two thumbs up and then uh, one thumbs up each from both of y'all. Yeah, one yeah. thumb and a nub. You know, like, like <laughs> one and a half thumb. Thumb and a nub. Yeah. All right. Any any closing thoughts before we uh, we move along? Let's drink some beer. All right. I'll second that. Third it. Third it. All right. We're doing the uh, Delirium Noel tonight. Um, I, I know I'm going to slaughter the name of this. I think it. I think it's pronounced um, Huen for the brewery. They're they're out of Belgium. So this is a winter warmer comes in at 10% ABV, uh, 20 IBUs. Uh, and if you have ever had any of the other Delirium products, um, you know, they're all pretty heavy hitters at, at least seven or 8% ABV. This one comes in at 10. They brew it only for Christmas and the new year, a uh, very limited run. And uh, once it's gone, that's it. It's gone until the next year. It's got a little bit of bitterness to it, or um, typically it should. I haven't tried it yet, but this this typical type of beer has a little bit of bitterness to it. It's going to have a nice malty flavor. 
should be pretty dark, not quite as dark as a porter or a, or a stout. Uh, sometimes they're spiced. That's not so much if it's made in uh, in a European country, but in the United States, that's more prevalent. But it's it's going to be strong, and and that's part of the reason why it's got this that winter warmer name because it's got that nice malty sweetness, but it's also it's also nice strong, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna taste that uh, that alcohol. So I am really looking forward to trying this one. I've loved every other Delirium product I've ever had. Not had this one, so I'm I'm pretty stoked. So the the type of beer, the style of beer, is winter warmer. Is that, that what you said? Winter warmer. Hmm. Yep. It's also called a. Uh, uh... If you let me to butt in for a second, of course. Uh, it's called uh, it's a Belgian dark strong ale. That's okay. what the, the style, the style, other style. Is. But yeah, winter warmer is a style of beer also, so it kind of falls into both those categories. Both well, with ten percent ABV, it's gonna it's gonna warm you up pretty good. Oh yeah. yeah, oh for sure. All right, I'm ready when you guys are. Well, I'll start with I didn't I wasn't able to find a bottle. The distributor up here doesn't have it, so but they did have a keg, a tapped keg open, so I was able to get my growler. Oh, nice. Them. That was oh. kind of interesting. Now mine's bottled. Yeah, bottled also. Yeah, I've never seen it on tap that I can recall. Yeah, neither did I. So it's to say it's it's got that that uh, standard delirium looking kind of um, I don't even know what you would call it, like a want to want to be ceramic look to it, you know. Yeah, it, it's a ceramic bottle. Oh, is it really? It, it, oh. I, it is really a ceramic bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was some type of like spray coating mm-hmm. that they did on right. Okay, so it's nope. that's real ceramics. Um, and you'll know it stands out right away from all the other products because it's got that nice bright red uh, foil on it. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Definitely some spices on the nose for sure. Mine's nuts. I mean, a little bit of spice, but fairly really. I mean, it's not like a. It smells like a spiced beer. Oh, jeez. Right. Not a lot of head, not a lot of carbonation. Yeah, well, that's what you want. Belgian darks usually don't have a lot of head because the carbonation is sort of on the lower side. You guys get the malt on that? Yeah. Yeah. As we're, we're holding the glasses up to our noses and trying to extract the flavor. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty color. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's nice, uh, kind of an Irish red looking one. Copper red, yeah. Yeah. Salancha. Salancha. I see you chewing it over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a... It definitely is a chewer because it's a little bit thicker because, again, it's a Belgian dark. A lot of stuff going on on there. There's a lot of stuff. Going on. Yeah, let that let some that coriander, some orange, but it it goes, but it's very faint, and but it's still that the malt kind of hits you definitely on the back end for sure. Yeah. See, really, I pick the malt up more on the front, and then I get a little really? bit, a little bit of bitterness at the at the back end. Yeah, I guess, but I'm just you used to IBA, I, IPAs. Oh, that, yeah. that bitterness. You're is right. Not, <laughs> this is only 20 IBU, so yeah. I'm not going to get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't get a lot of bitterness, but I do get a lot of malt. Just kind of just all over. Not yeah. badly, just it's just a lot of mold. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it they they do make and like talk about the other deliriums, they do make the, the tremens and the nocturnum. Yep. Nocturnum is also another dark one. That's not my favorite one. I prefer the tremens, which is more like a triple, which we've said on the show before. Good. Yeah, the nocturnum I think is maybe more maybe like a double. That's or a, like a, the nocturnum's a Belgian strong ale, dark ale. Yeah, but it just reminds me of a double, which is like spelled D U B B E. L, yeah, I, was, I, I was like, it's a this, double. No, it's a double. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I prefer this one. I prefer the Nocturnum to the Nocturnum, even though the Nocturnum is available year round. And then there's the other one, which is the red, which is kind of like they're almost like they're a frambois yeah, definitely almost like a alternative. Frambois. But yeah, this is probably my favorite. I love I love this beer. It's a good beer to have the, around Christmas time. They also apparently have, when I was looking into this one, they've got a uh a black barrel aged delirium that that comes really yeah that comes in at eleven and a half percent ABV. I'm huh. I've not yeah, seen, that seen that one. Yeah. Barrel, uh, so I'm guessing bourbon probably. Yeah, caramel bourbon. Right on. We'll have to find that and try that sometime. 
I did see uh, something unique the other day. Uh, it was a, uh, a cider, but it was it was aged in maple barrels. Oh, right on. Interesting. Do you, yeah, do you maple who made it? You don't really see that. Uh, 1911 or 19, I think it's 91. I'd have, I'd have to look it up. Mm. I was looking for holiday beers, so I went to the craft beer store and I was like, give me all of your holidays. And so like, 12 <laughs> bottles later. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple out there when I was looking around because I saw that, uh, I think I saw the Sierra Nevada one. I think I saw the, God, what's the other one? The the the, the 2X, the 2Xmas, <laughs> double Xmas. It, it's got a two and then Xmas on it. And I, it's like double Christmas sale, something like that. So, so it's like a porno beer? Or? No, that's three oh, X's. Oh, okay, I got it. I, thought you, I thought you were saying it was XX and the two X's and then Xmas. No, it had a two, it had a number, the number two and then Xmas. So I think it was doing Xmas, not the X itself. Okay. So let's, let's circle back to the beer that we're sampling here. So yeah, it's a lot of malt, a little bit of sugar on there. Not a lot of bitters for me. It's, it's a, I want to say still got some spices in the nose in the beginning of the in the beginning. It's more spice than I was expecting too, but it's good. I, I mean, it's delicious. I've never had a, a delirium product that I didn't like. Good mouthfeel. I I would be careful because I mean it does taste a little alcoholy ish because I can I can kind of mm, feel that. Mm-hmm. But at ten percent, I think yeah. it's hitting me quick right now. I don't know, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, good. Uh, they call it a winter warmer because it will warm you up, or just make you uh, not feel the cold until you die of uh, hypothermia. Yeah. So ironically enough, like drinking alcohol does make you feel warmer because it enlarges your capillaries, and so you'll you'll have more blood. It thins your blood and enlarges your capillaries, so it'll, you know blood will be moving across your skin faster. Right. And so you'll feel warmer, but it does the opposite effect mm. because you're basically turning your body into a, a heat sink and you're just losing all the heat because it's your blood's moving. So yeah. Alcohol feels good in the winter, but not so awesome if you're trying to avoid nope. Yeah. It just makes you not mind dying of hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. Good beer. It's good. It's good beer. Just get it. Get it while you can. It's not, a, again, it's, not, it's only available during this time of year. So definitely pick it up if you like, uh, if you like darker, stronger beers from, uh, from Belgium. Yeah. I would second that. I, I find I really like the seasonal beers, maybe because they are only seasonal. You can only get them every so once in a while. But uh, I think it, it just adds a little little spice to it. A little what do they have this year? Gives me something to look forward to. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the beer sampling or the brew sampling, and I think that's gonna do it for the the normal portion of the show. So I like to say everyone normal normal the the, the triple B regular three, Bs, three bros if you like. And if you like following us on the social meds or you need something new to watch or track or hit the bell, we are on Facebook at BBB Podcast. And we also have the website, bbpodcast.net. And we have the email, mm-hmm. host at podcast.net. Uh, we do have the Twitter stream, which is? Yep. At Bourbon Beards. So, and uh, again, shout out to more. We got to another follower or two. So shout out to them for for uh, following us and uh, we appreciate you we appreciate everybody that that follows us on twitter yeah and if there's a you want to shout out you want to send us some some awesome memes you know like our meme economy we talked about a couple episodes ago we always like that also gifts I like gifts too gifts, gifts are cool are or gifs however you God, pronounce no, it they're, they're gifts cool they're not it. gifs <laughs> i we accept all you know what i'm gonna stop you there gregory all gifs and gifs matter <laughs> oh, uh too soon I, I i i'll take any kind of gif or gif uh, i'll take jiff peanut butter at this point i don't yep. care 2020 jiff peanut butter.
<laughs> they, sponsor us, Jeff Peanut Butter. They won't. It's fine. It's fine. They didn't sue us. So yeah, right. And uh, also, uh, he mentioned the host email too. Um, if you stay on to the last segment of the show, which we're gonna do shortly, send us topics if you want to hear about a specific topic that you want us to kick around, please, or just a question that you have. We'll gladly kick it around because we are running out of ideas. Well, I wouldn't say running out of ideas, but the you know we need to stop at a pit. Well, we stop don't pre-plan ideas. Refuel the state, you know. Refuel the Cadillac. Mm. You know, the Cadillac. The Cadillacs have big <laughs> gas tanks too, so that's they do. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, gas uh, or content, as it were. That's that's the metaphor we're going with. I'd like to say, you know, happy uh, happy holidays, everyone. Uh, wish you well. Thanks for listening to the show. This is uh, Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott, and our two really good friends, Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. made it through the uh, extra music now you are in the this is the part of the show that <laughs> doesn't really fit with the rest of it we don't really hammer into the beards and the brews and the, the beards we kind of riff on each other talk about fun things sometimes it's serious most times it's not uh, this year this year's been you know a, it's been a great year and a horrible year all wrapped in one we started dumpster fire yeah, it's a dumpster fire this is about our one year anniversary for the show and so that's that's exciting. That's something we can all celebrate. Yeah, I think uh, we're we're a year, uh, year in and a day. Year in and a day. We're going on two years, as I would like to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we're if we're doing okay. by COVID years, I think we're like five or six in now. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we've we've done twenty episodes, uh, which I'm proud of all of them. The the ones that aren't aired, I am not proud of. Thank you, intern. You'll never <laughs> be invited again. <laughs> Release the shows. Release the shows. Oh Wait, you never posted. Shows. You never posted the one with our. No, oh God, nope. No. Oh damn. And he didn't replace last hol- the last holiday special yes. that we did either. Yes, this is true. I do have a holiday special. Uh, it's one of the first shows. It's, I think it's just it sits between like episode three and four or something. I don't know. Oh, it's special, all right. Uh, we did do it. We had a big crew of people. Uh, it is sitting on my hard drive currently. One day it shall be released. Maybe 2021. So, so we're going to segue now into things <laughs> we're looking forward into 2021. And you releasing that show is where I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to. Now, now that you mentioned it, I completely forgot that you were sitting on that. So, yeah. you know, I challenge you to release it on New Year's Day this year. Yeah, because I've Get really done. Got I got nothing else to look forward to except for that now. So, yeah, I'm going to say a hard pass on this year, New Year's Eve. But uh, now you failed me. Failed. You failed me. You failed us. Yeah. Oh man. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Tell us, Greg. Tell you what, buddy. Yeah. So I thought it might be fun just to kind of project into the future. I think we're all just ready to be done in 2020. It's been, like I said, dumpster fire, shit, shit show. I don't know, a show of turds floating down from the sky like little snowflakes. Whatever vernacular you want to use there. I think we're all ready to uh, move past it. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that statement. Me too. Yeah. Yep. So, gentlemen, what, what are we looking forward to in 2021 besides the release of the holiday episode that may or may not ever be? It's like, in my mind, it's the it's the Star Wars holiday episode. Illegitimate stepchild. It's a Star Wars holiday Oh, episode. God. But people love they that. They love it because people they love that. It's nostalgic for They love show. how bad it is. Come on. It's great. Uh, oh, no, I'm on, I'm on your side here. Anyways, uh, I am looking forward to not having to wear a mask hopefully i mean i know it'll be towards the end of towards the, year the end of next that. year yeah, yeah you're not gonna be that's yeah. not gonna be in fact yeah, i would I say know. that masks may be a way of life for maybe the next five years i mean let me not to the extent that we've seen them but for for sure uh a lot of people that are immunosensitive will be wearing masks a lot more often now yeah well yeah i'm looking forward to reconnecting with my family and friends too that, that's that's the biggest thing because yeah you know, I miss you guys. I miss my family. Mm. I haven't seen my mom in I, months. I sort of know, miss so. you too. Yeah, we, we kind of miss you. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I miss your mom miss more. Your, I would say I miss your wife more, but you know, it's okay. Boom. I miss, Boom. yeah, I miss Greg's mom. All, all the mom jokes. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is all coming out. <laughs> this is the end of your rant. Best, best <laughs> math tutor ever. I would, I would hope that uh, with kind of the things that we've been through, because everybody says what the suffering is good for the soul. Apparently that I would hope that this is as maybe it made us stronger in the long run that we can't see right now. And that it maybe has boosted creativity for uh, entertainment, maybe less of the crappy stuff will get made and more of the quality stuff will get made because now everything is either succeed or you're done. You want to get one shot at it. Not that I want to put like people that do, at like movie and TV and and music work out of out of work. I, I I know a lot of those people. I just know that if you don't, if you're not prepared to be creative and pivot and kind of be able to be fluid in your movements and in creative, then you will fall by the wayside. So I think it's I don't want to say in a good way. It's just the it's natural selection. Basically, is it if, if you don't pivot or don't if you're not survival of the fist, then you will be darwin basically which is so, which is ironic i mean maybe that's a positive maybe that's a negative yeah yeah I, I, so to riff on that like i'm like oh man so what, what i'm hearing is we need more josh whedon's firefly and less josh whedon's marvel universe but i'm like well marvel Universe was actually really popular but firefly was so you know pivotal and like such a good sci-fi and like they they, they right. worked hard they they had the heart they the fans wanted them and then you look at marvel and i'm like yeah yeah, they're entertaining. They're not bad. And I know the Russo brothers are doing much of it now because that thing. But a lot of that is entertaining and it is brings people in. But again, it's uh, it's hard to describe because uh, I like the Marvel movies, but there's two there's it, it got, too, it got big. too big. It got way too big and it just didn't focus on the more creative stories. Let's just churn out the same. You can only do the hero story so many times. <laughs> Before people get tired of it, uh, i.e., Captain Marvel, because I'm, a lot of people like, kind of <laughs> Why are we Captain doing Marvel, more of but, this? Yeah. But uh, kind of moving to that. But I mean, can, like you said, Firefly, Mandalorian is that kind of storytelling, episodic storytelling, kind of small storytelling, but it's attached to a big project like Star Wars. So if you take, use the creativity that I mentioned before, keep it small, but attach it to something larger than itself, I think you'd, you could succeed. Yeah, that's positive. I like that. This is this is the the brain frost. I'm like, what the, what am I gonna say? Uh, 
2020. Well, uh, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. I I'm looking forward in 21 or 2021 and beyond to like this. And it's, well, the show's has pivoted, right? So we started doing the show originally and we're, you know, all in the same room doing a thing, sharing our beers and the brews and the bourbons, uh, which is, it's a lot of fun, but we now with COVID mm. in the last eight months, plus, we've had to adapt a uh, remote style show. And, uh, I think it's been good. Like I get to see my friends. These these are two of my you know some of my best friends here. We we get the bullshit and hang out with each other. We get to sample a lot of good stuff and talk about it. So I I think the it's been good in two ways. One, I get to socially connect with friends and people I can't see in the in the real. And two, it allows us to you know it allows us to do this. I don't know. I'm not sure. Where I'm going. It's been good. I don't know. All right, everyone. I think that's going to wrap up this year's podcast. This is. Our, well, again, our, about a year's worth of material. Uh, we are closing out 2020, anxiously waiting for 2021. Hopefully not as much as we looked forward to 2020. Because I remember when we were looking at 2020, like 2020, looking ahead, looking behind. The future is here. The future is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And cue uh, Back to the Future music, uh, Huey Lewis in the News, you know. But uh, hopefully 21 will be better than 2020. So mm-hmm. Here are at Beards, Brews, and Bourbons, your friends. Uh, I'm Greg Scott. With me, I've got my two good friends. And I am Jay Beaverton. And I'm the Irish Giant. And we want to wish you a happy holiday and a great 21. At least the beginning of it, right? Yeah. Yep. Happy, happy new year. We'll get through it, folks.